Hi, this is Zoe Palmer, and you're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast waystation for Lost Girl fans. Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 113, live from Dragon Con. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. I don't know why I'm doing a radio voice, but I decided to make it work. It's because there's an audience and you feel compelled. I feel compelled. <laughs> and I'm Annie. Did you say that is my best radio voice and it's going away right now? Did you, did you say your name, Chris? No. Oh, you're third. That's right. What podcast are we doing? Okay. And my name is Chris. <laughs> Hello. Off to a great start so far. So this is our live podcast from Dragon Con. So if we sound a little different and we are a little weirder than usual, that is why. It is also 10 a.m. and I have not had anything to drink yet. And that is unusual for <laughs> for me in podcasting. <laughs> it's not unusual 10 for 10 a.m., but I don't usually podcast at 10 a.m. So good point. Good point. Thank you for making me clarify. <laughs> But we had uh, kind of loose plans for this this time period. We thought we'd talk about, because uh, the first half of Season 5 has aired already. We're getting ready to see the second half of Season 5. And we kind of thought we would talk about what we've seen so far in Season 5. And looking forward to, well, that sounds kind of bad, but looking forward to the end of the show. Like, what can we expect? What do we think the characters are going to get up to? And we'd love to take any questions or comments from you all who are here as well. So if you have any you know, it doesn't have to be about season five. If you just want to hear us talk some nonsense about anything related to Lost Girl, feel free to ask us a, a question. But that I just thought so dangerous, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? How do I sound dangerous? No, no, you don't sound dangerous. That idea sounds oh, dangerous. They're dangerous. Got it. Okay. So, y'all. How do we feel about uh, Lost Girl ending? What do we want to see? Like, like okay, I'll start with Annie because I know the answer to this question, but then I'm going to ask you to expound upon it. What is the one thing that you would like to see by the end of season five, Annie? Sex? <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I um, Shocking yeah. answer. Well, no, because initially I, I had said, who wants sex? And you guys were like, shut up, because that sounds like an offer. And I went, oh, crap. So... <laughs> Docubus sex. I I'm meant, not well, saying who? I'd say no. Oh, Eddie. okay. I just wanted to make clear that that's what it sounded like okay, you were offering. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you know, <laughs> neurons in my brain aren't firing, and I have no filter. So, but are we just going to ignore the fact that somebody just said I wouldn't say no? <laughs> Apparently, yeah, because it's 10 a.m. and I am not taking any offers yet. So, but I'm giving up. When? Okay, I need. <laughs> 10.05. I have, I have, okay, I have my app, Annie. I could put it on my schedule. Okay. <laughs> um, so besides Docubus Sex. What besides is, Docubus Sex. I, know. I, I don't know. I mean, for me, the series is really difficult because in terms of what I want to see how it wrap up because I'm a sap and I'm like, happy endings. But it's hard because these characters are so complex. I'd want to them to be as content as possible with the end of their journey even if Bo's journey is complicated we don't know who she'll end up with ship wise you know but I just I hope they're satisfied the characters are satisfied with where they are wherever they are in their lives by the time the show ends but I'm really hoping that 
as I said to Rachel Scarson yesterday, that everything doesn't end in a big giant fireball. And I'm just like mentally, you know, I'm trying to like emotionally prepare myself for the worst while hoping for the best that everything doesn't end up in, you know, everybody dies because I've been a Xena fan and, you know, that was a bad ending. So just out of curiosity, y'all here, do y'all expect the, everybody to die? Is that the kind of ending I, you're I, that's expecting just me, from the show? You know, I, I don't realistically yeah. think it will happen, but I'm hoping that one character doesn't sacrifice themselves or things like that, which sometimes is a sci-fi trope. Or, well, but they already did that at the end of season four, so I'm true, hoping they won't true. have to do it again or won't feel like they have to do it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And, and realistically, I think the show will just... I, I want it to end like with everybody at the doll having a drink and, you know, the familial kind of thing. You know, like at the end of... um like 502 when they were just all having a having a congratulatory dinner kind of thing. So something with that and then with gross a, vegan hot dogs, that yeah, sort of thing. With a with a Benzy moment and Docubus kiss. So yeah. What about you guys? Happened, but okay. <laughs> I think she's saying she wants the Docubus oh, kiss. Yes, I want it. Happen. Yes. She's like she like could be retroactive. Yeah, she could be retroactively like remembering that one happened in that episode exactly but, but uh, i don't think that's what she meant, meant actually how about you chris uh similar to annie i i want everybody to be happy because i am also a sap but you know more realistically i just want more than anything i want kenzie to be back and to be you know besties with Bo, and they're you know continuing to fight another day and and do good deeds and yeah i don't know Stuff like that. That's a terrible answer. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, I, I just, I didn't know if there was like one specific storyline you wanted wrapped up or anything like that. Because want- like, I really want to see the Morgan call in that favor from Kenzie. This has been oh, hanging out yeah. since like season two. When is she going to call it in? This seems like a good moment, right? When, mm. when the Morgan's all human and vulnerable. But Kenzie has to come back for that. So but I'm Kenzie good with it. has good to come back it. for th- Exactly. This is why. Unless it gets transferred to Bo, which is possible. Like the favors on you now, Bo? Yeah. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm. Or on Lauren, because she's still, <laughs> what? No, no. Oh, she was like literally transferred to Lauren, you know. I mean, my mind just went to a weird place because of the whole human. Anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Not surprised. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be interesting because she's still trying to get the, uh, I, you know, the serum from Lauren. So. Right. She could transfer the favor to Lauren. Maybe literally, that's considering how she got to be human in the first. I, right. I don't know. My mind just went. That feels a like a different type of of uh, debt, though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I could see Bo taking on Kenzie's favor, but mm-hmm. just because of their relationship. But I don't know if that would, if it, Lauren would take that on in the same way. Do you guys want the ancient storyline to be wrapped up before the end of the these final eight episodes and? Yes. Yes. As much as we like the actors. We've I know. It's about. so tough. We love the actors, but this, I mean. Not a fan of the storyline no. overall. And I don't get it because I feel like there's been a huge shift in the way they're presenting the mythology because it used right. to be, you know, it, they played with the mythology, sure, but they even very specifically didn't represent specific deities. Like when we met Ryan, he was a Loki, not the Loki. When we met, um. Roman? Roman, yes, he was a Bacchus, not Bacchus. And the same thing with, I'm blanking on his name, the Garudas, who is a figure in Hindu mythology, but it became a race in, in Lost Girl mythology. And the fact that we're having these particular deities now represented on Lost Girl feels very out of place to me. It's weird. 
Well, it's I don't, like- I don't hate it necessarily. It's just, it, it feels incongruous with everything that they established before. Right. And now there's Hades, so that storyline's been going on forever, but now we finally have him manifested with, I'm blanking on the actor's name. Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yeah, Eric Roberts playing him, so I'm kind of hoping that gets wrapped up sooner. I don't know if I want to see that throughout all the eight episodes, because I want the story to concentrate more on Kenzie back and and on our main characters, so... Oh, I just thought of a better answer to your first question, Stephanie. You didn't give me a bad answer, but let's hear it. <laughs> okay, the whole story has been about Bo figuring out who she really is. Uh-huh. That's what I want to happen. Hades is coming back into her life. Clearly, this is the story they're getting at, I'm pretty sure, as to Bo and her origins and maybe making peace with all of that. And so that's the thing I want to happen. Because I, I feel like that's why they're introducing Hades right now. Hopefully, they'll get... You know, she'll get whatever important information from that now, and then that will lead into her fully coming into her own at the end of the series. By I the love the, the gestures that you're doing right now. That's <laughs> it. Really makes the answer the answer complete. <laughs> Sorry to everybody who is just listening to this on audio. <laughs> you missed it. They're fantastic gestures. Yeah, because that's a big thing. Like, that's the whole statement of the series. Bo will live the life she chooses. And can she do that without really knowing her roots? It's difficult, I think, to do that. Especially since it's something that's been established as something Bo feels like she needs. Mm -hmm. She needs to know these things. That's, you know, the pilot episode, which is 108. You know, that whole episode is about her trying to find out what happened to her as a baby. So, you know. It would be nice to have definitive answers to those questions. Right. For Bo and for us. Yeah, I think for Bo in particular, what, what I'd like to see for her in the final eight episodes is figure out all this father crap. You know, it's been out there in the open since really heavily since like season three. It's been coming. So figure that out. And, you know, live the, you get to have that statement that she makes about living the life that she picks. Because she seems to, I think, have done that in regards to the whole light fae, dark fae thing. Because even though she ended up sworn to the dark fae back in season four, she's kind of like, whatever, I don't care, I'm still me, I'm not aligned. I don't think it's really supposed to work that way, Bo, but, you know, good for you for <laughs> for making that statement and deciding to ignore the the system. But in other regards, the fact that we've seen, like, her father kind of manifest in her in some ways, and it feels like he controls what she does at times, that I really want to see resolved in some yeah, way. Yeah, that's gross, and they need to it's weird and creepy. solve that. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering now, um, yeah, you know how we see Dark Bo come, and, you know, Bo with exorcist voice, and uh, if that's going to happen more with her father, as you say, controlling her, because that's creepy. When that happens, because then that's yeah. not Bo making a choice. Right. Or Bo, that's not Bo acting on her own, you know, instincts and on her own power. That's her father talking through her, which is really scary and which goes against everything that Bo herself wants to stand for. Exactly. So what about some of our other characters and, and how we, we see their storylines maybe concluding in the last half of the season? What about, what about, um, what about Kenzie? We want her to come back, but what kind, kind of ending do we want to see for Kenzie, do you think? Don't all talk at once. What would you like to see? What would I like to see? Okay. Start us off. <laughs> but I'm the moderator. I'm supposed to get y'all to talk. That's my role. 
Would you, would you, I, I think I already said what I want. I okay, want, then repeat yourself. I want, <laughs> I often do, and then you make fun of me for it. I want Kenzie to come back mm-hmm. and, you know, sort of be reunited with Bo and. Right off into the sunset together? Yes, basically. Okay. So that's. Reopen their private eye business, maybe. I don't right. know. <laughs> right. It could be fun. Yeah. Set up, up for a movie. <laughs> Do we want to see anything for her in regards to her relationships with other people on the show, though? I don't know. I'm wondering how much she's still changed from everything that has happened to her, from right. losing Hale, and emotionally, what state will she be in when she comes back? Or my question is, I'm wondering if there will be a set of circumstances that will bring her back. Like, Bo needs her for something, or... Oh, like a particular situation? Like Yeah, she, yeah, she that's hears, my thought. Mm. Yeah. Not that she just will decide, like, okay, it's time to go back, but it's like, like oh, Bo, Bo calls her, me. yeah, like she's you like need Lassie. to come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. She's at the bottom of a well. I have to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a Lassie joke. But I, I, <laughs> what? But I'm what really Lassie? hoping Timmy's that, in the well. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm really hoping that Kenzie comes back for more than just like the last two episodes. Yeah, I want her back for more than that, but I, I know, I don't know. Yeah, I might just I get her for the last two, but I'll take whatever we can get. But it's kind of hard when I, I joked with Ksenia the other day. I said, you're only shooting 17 shows at the same time. It's kind of hard. <laughs> she does have a lot on her plate right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and imagining like what I want to see for Kenzie besides having pizza and beer on the couch with Bo. That's like my, that's the end of the show for me. It's just Bo and Kenzie on the couch together. Not for me. <laughs> you want somebody else on the couch too. I want Lauren and Bo in the bed with the with the silken sheets and the the you know the, how the bed is. I got all the sheets wrapped around the bedposts, and then they can be wrapped around the bedposts. And the big screen TV where Star Trek Voyager is playing in glorious high <laughs> yeah, <tie-down>. yeah. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, there's a uh, there's an outtake. Uh, was that just some verbal fanfic there, Annie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or are you already sure writing that not. story? Well, and no, I'm she sh- already wrote already, it. She already wrote it. Not by me, but by many people. But all I can throw my hat in the ring. <laughs> so, but but for Kenzie, like, I don't know. Like, I struggle with it because Kenzie is. I can we? I guess let go. Let's go ahead and, and broach this topic because we're talking about Kenzie. Because I know there's a lot of fans out there who are sad to think about the idea of Bo, who is probably going to live a very long time, potentially living a very long time without two people who are very important to her, namely <laughs> Lauren. It's my sobbing sound. Oh, okay. I thought you were laughing at me. <laughs> I did too no. for a second, and it's like, oh, oh, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's tears. Painful okay, crying. Because, namely, Lauren and Kenzie, the fact that they're human, they are going to have a, you know, probably 80-year lifespan, and Bo can live much, much longer than that. And I know a lot of fans think about the possibility of one of them or both of them becoming Faye, so that, you know, Bo can have this really nice ending, and they can live their lives together. But how do we feel about that idea of Lauren and or Kenzie becoming Faye? I'm always kind of against it. I know, I know it's sad, but the series starts off with Bo going, I choose humans. That's part of being human. Well, I I think, I mean, this sentimental person in me goes, oh, maybe Lauren can invent a serum that will just at least make their sex life amazing before they go, before she goes into (laughs) the Lifespans. We're talking about lifespans, Annie. (laughs) Focus. Okay. But lifespan wise, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people, I mean, I know why a lot of people don't like the idea, but at the same time, I mean, sometimes maybe I've read too much fan fiction, but it's like, I like the idea if, you know, what if they could live with Bo and what if, 
Kenzie and Lauren could live with Bo and the rest of their Faye family, you know, forever. And they found a way because that doesn't change who they are fundamentally, like as people, like their personalities, you know, and that they still love Bo and, you know, their family. But yet again, that's the sentimental side of me, but I don't know. It would create problems, though. It would make them a target for the Faye community again. And, you know, it wouldn't be a popular thing if one of them turned if uh, Lauren and Kenzie turned Faye and then the word got out. So, but as Lauren says, she's used to having a target on her back, but I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of conflicted about it, but I could go either way. I could see why people have arguments for it and why they have arguments against it. So I'm kind of Switzerland. I do see the appeal of it, but I just, I don't know. It feels too, I don't know. It feels too something. Help me out. It feels very easy. There's that. Yeah. And I mean, okay, sure. Maybe, maybe that's the type of ending that we'll get as, as a, as a happy skipping off into the sunset ending. But I kind of feel like Lost Girl's a bit more complicated than that. Yeah, it is. And it'd be more of a bittersweet ending if Bo has Kenzie and Lauren with her, but recognizes that it won't be for forever. It's so depressing. I know, but, I know, but no. The show ends. It's a TV show, Anna. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you know, it could be also a problem. What if they're Faye, but it doesn't work? You know? Like, like they could turn Faye and then it just, you know, science isn't and, perfect and well, then and, it goes retroactive on them or something, you know? And the thing is, like, even if they, if they became Faye, that doesn't mean they're going to live forever. They still yeah. live lives that are very dangerous. Bo could end up dying before they did, exactly. even if they stayed human. This show is such a bummer right now. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Now I'm just bummed. <laughs> But for me, like, I feel that Kenzie's humanness is essential to her character. So for Kenzie in particular, mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be, it, it would go against the core of the character for me. Plus, yeah. they already did the fake out with the fake powers at the beginning of season four. That's right. true. That's true. Right. And I, but I think at the end of that, it felt like Kenzie gave up on that, that idea of being Faye, to mm-hmm. me at least. Mm-hmm. I, I, there wasn't a solid conclusion to it, but that was my impression. And that is the, you know, the whole thing of when she goes off at the end of 508 or when Kenzie leaves. No, at the end of 502 where she says, I need to do something human for a while. So yeah, I can understand, but I just, yeah, again, I mean, to me, I'd like to see realistically the ending of, um, just all of them around the table, having a drink, you know, and hopefully not talking about the humanness of Kenzie and Lauren's lifetimes. Like that's, that's not the final point of what they're going to talk about at the end of the show. It's like, we know that, but as you say, bittersweet. Can I get a little highfalutin for a moment? Huh? If Can you I? have to. Okay. So I was thinking about it. Well, what? Highfalutin. Is this not an uh, expression? Fancy. Fancy. Fancy is what she's mean. Fancy I am not pants. awake enough for 50 cent words <laughs> or even 20 cent words. Highfalutin's a 50 cent word? I have not been, to I'm me not it been is. charging enough for that word. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. So when it comes to Kenzie, like I said, I feel like her humanness is innate to the character and it would feel like a betrayal of the character. Lauren, I feel like it's less so. She's definitely always shown an interest in the Fae and even this idea that she appreciates that Fae are these unique, amazing creatures. And so I could see where she as a doctor as a scientist might be interested in having those characteristics. However, you know, we have this, and especially if it ends up that Bo ends up with Lauren, which is what 508 hinted at. <laughs> that was a laugh. 
know, wouldn't I wouldn't qualify it exactly as a laugh. It was a, a, a giddy sound. Oh, that's my that's my docubuster alert. <laughs> it sounds like that usually. That's I'm sorry, your, moving that's on. Your, that's your dirty giggle. Moving okay, on so on the show, you know, we have these these same sex couples, and they are treated like it's no big deal. So the fact that Bo and Lauren are two women, not a big deal. The fact that they are a fae and a human, that's where the tension comes in, and and that's kind of what makes them a queer couple in the world of Lost Girl. Yeah. That's so right. if Lauren becomes fae, does that unqueer them as a couple? Do they then become? A, you know, like a quote unquote straight couple. A face straight couple. You did yeah. get highfalutin. I got wow. highfalutin. Um, Thoughts? Did, did that just blow everybody's minds? Is that what happened? <laughs> I, I think you've kind of brought this up before, and I was like, well, you know, I really, I don't know if the Fae would think of it as a Fae couple because they think of Lauren as human and they know Lauren is human and they would just, again, see her as a target because she turned, if she turns herself Fae, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't consider her a real fae. I'm doing this in quotation marks. But not with not within the context of the show. I think us as viewers, like, does that from like an audience perspective kind of unqueer them as a couple? Like, as a no. It's too high for for ten a.m. Yeah, it's, it's I'm, too high for I'm, I'm sorry. Moving on. I mean, I'm the audience. I don't think <laughs> well, so. It's two women who are having great sex. It does not unqueer them for me. <laughs> I just face palmed. Yes, like Chris just face palmed. What were you saying, Chris? I don't know. Okay. I, I said I don't think so. I don't think it does. Okay. To, to, for you, anyway? For the audience perspective, I don't okay. think so. That's fair. Yeah. I think it would a little for me, but... Okay. That's me. Hi, Jesse. In terms of the... Yeah, the coding. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. It would feel like, a to borrow a term, kind of like a code switch that they had to do in order to remain in this particular world so highfalutin so highfalutin yeah. i'm sorry moving on but at the same time well no i can see why lauren would be interested in the fae because she gave up the human world for the fae i mean now we know by force because the ash tricked her into it by cursing nadia but it was also you know she what's one of the first things she says to Bo? you know i'm the insatiably curious human, human doctor, doctor type mm -hmm. and the scientist part of her is still in it for you know she gave up studying humans for Faye and found them so much more interesting. So um, I can see why from a scientific point of view, she might be interested in turning Faye and because she's in love with Bo. I don't know. I think Ronnie had something to say. Yes. Well, no, because now that I'm, my brain is starting to think. Thank you, Stephanie. I think to me, because I am with Chris, I don't think it makes me think of them as, you know, sort of like giving up something. Mm -hmm. And then when it made me think of it, it was like more, fey and not fey is more like races rather than queer or not queer. You know what I mean? And so it'd be somebody who's white with somebody who's African American or black. And so to me, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, sort of changing the code that a fey and a human are together. Thank you. Ronnie's with me. Thanks, Ronnie. <laughs> but anybody have, else? Yes. Anybody else have any comments? We had actually an interesting question at the fan panel that we did yesterday, kind of the flip side of this, of people asking about what about the possibility of Bo becoming human in order to, you know, live a similar lifespan as, as Kenzie and Lauren. 
And I, I think I kind of answered that question yesterday, but basically I said, I kind of don't like that idea because I feel like, no, I didn't answer this question. I think I, the I, think I nodded. The other Stephanie the question. were practically the same person and I nodded my head. That's what happened. So Annie, what, what do you think about that possibility? Yeah, I don't know if that would be a idea that I'd go for just because I'm so used to Bo being Faye and her... That's that's Bo being who she is, reveling in her powers, finding out who she is, and by now she's really accepted who she is as a succubus and knows how to use that power and knows the dangers of that power and everything. So that would be really strange. And that was basically the answer from yesterday, the, the fan panel, that, yeah, it, it too... It goes against the idea of the show too much. The The thesis of the show is, I will live the life I choose. And so it's all about Bo coming to terms with being Faye. And so to have her suddenly decide to become human, that just, it feels wrong thematically. Yeah, like, obviously, it... I'm not saying that she would... She could choose it, clearly. And, and I know you know that. Uh, but... It would feel weird to me if suddenly she did decide to choose that because that's been her journey is figuring out who she is, having grown up not knowing what she was, you know, figuring out who she was and becoming comfortable with herself. It'd be strange to me if that's where they ended the show. It was basically her entire story arc for season three. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not I'm not a fan of that idea. So how about how about y'all do? Do people have feelings one way or the other about Kenzie Lauren Bow, their fayness, their humanness? <laughs> Come on up. And this is so funny because I like to be a lurker. You know, that's why I never call in. I'm always <laughs> and now I can't stay away from the mic. But <laughs> I think with Bo that I know that she has to stay Faye because that's absolutely who she is. You know what I mean? And I like sort of the positions and I like Kenzie and Lauren both staying human as well. But one of the things I had wanted to bring up, especially about Bo, because I, you know, because I know especially in previous seasons, it's like who she can end up with. And I think she shouldn't end up with anybody. She's a succubus. And you know polyamorous relationships so I don't want her to choose somebody at the end the same way she I don't want her to choose sides because I think as a succubus and as you know sort of she, she can love both and she can have more than one relationship so I've always wanted to bring that out that I don't want her to end up with either Dyson or with Lauren I want her to have both and more I think that couch scene at the end of 503 was sort of like I could I could be okay with it if they End the series with a scene like that with Kenzie also there, but not in not a romantic in a relationship way. way. Not, not, not for the Docubus fans on Tumblr. <laughs> no, I, I Tumblr. saw after that episode aired. I saw somebody on Tumblr who posted a, a screen cap of that scene saying, "These four idiots are going to have a baby together." Yeah, and, and like it kind I'm of sent that to you. Yeah, it, I, and it kind of, did kind of feel that way. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and I'm all for that ending. I don't know if they'll go there, though. Well, I feel I, like I they'll thought, have her choose one of them. Well, the thing is, is that I thought they would go there at the end of... I don't know when, but there was a point when I thought Bo would be like with... You know, it'd be like the square instead of the triangle. And, you know, I would almost be okay well okay not personally i admit but i would <laughs> it wouldn't be the worst ending they no, could it have, wouldn't right? be the worst ending but yeah it's the nature of the show that bo has this polyamorous relationship and everybody's okay with it and i think almost the show has to go that route bo's either with everybody or this would be really sad bo's with nobody or everybody dies that's just again me emotionally Stop preparing saying myself. That. saying that Annie. okay no 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 nobody will die but this brings into my um i wanted to transition to uh tamsin because tamsin um 
you know, was really heartbroken in 507 when she saw Bo and Lauren sleeping together. And then there's that beautiful scene with um, Anna and Rachel did. So where is, where do you guys want Tamsin to end up in her relationship with Bo and Dyson? And, you know, I love Dyson and Tamsin or I love, yeah, Dyson and Tamsin, the buddy partner thing. So romantically or not romantically? No, no. I mean, just anyway. Yeah, just I, I like them as buddies. I know you like them as more, Stephanie. But Bo and Tamsin? No, Tamsin and uh, Dyson. Oh, Tamsin and Dyson. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Too many people. I'm getting confused. I understand. It's the nature of the show. <laughs> yes. So many ships. What do you have? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Uh, I thought you well, were specifically asking you. Oh, were you asking me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a hard question to answer. Because I like Tamsin. I feel like Tamsin is a really good friend to Bo. I feel like she understands things that go, Bo goes through better than a, a lot of her confidence can. I don't know. I feel like there's a similarity to them where she can really be a good... Bo kind of needs a kick in the pants sometimes. She can get a little bit of a pity party going on. And she needs somebody who will kick her in the pants. And... Dyson and Lauren are not good at doing that. They, they're, the way that their affection for Bo works is that they tend to just be, to be very supportive. And, and that's great. But like sometimes you need somebody to be like, you're being an idiot. You need to do something different. And I feel like Tamsin does that for Bo. As far as them having a romantic relationship, like with the way it was left at the end of season, at the midpoint of season five, it's like, can that be, can, can that sort of, relationship continue between the two of them because Tamsin was really crushed you know so I don't know if that's still in the books I'm hoping they can at least get to the point where they can be allies and buddies again but I don't know yeah yeah I'm really hoping that because I'm kind of scared now that I don't want the series to end with like Tamsin sacrificing herself or something because I was I am worried about that yeah I'm really worried about that all of the you know it's her last life and Mm -hmm. all that stuff makes me that's still brought up I think I can't remember the last time it's been brought up, but oh, the fact okay. that I feel it was, like it's still out there a lot. It was emphasized, especially in in I feel like season three and season four, mm-hmm. that she was kind of old and and now she's on her last life. Yeah. Well, because there's the whole thing with the hair, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think of the characters, Tamsin seems the most likely candidate to die if somebody else dies in five B. If somebody else dies. Anyway, you were clear. You got it. Okay. Okay. Good. Good um, job. Thank you. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want anybody to die, but I wouldn't be horribly surprised if Tamsin somehow dies. I feel like we're not in an everybody dies situation, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody died. Yeah, but I really don't want that. I don't really either, but I could see it happening. Because believe yeah. it or not, I, I do honestly have an affection for Tamsin. Just as long as she's not with Bo. Really, Annie? Shut Who up. do you want with Bo? <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. Because could you could you see maybe Kenzie coming back because Bo needs her and they're in some sort of epic battle and Tamsin yeah. maybe sacrifices herself for Kenzie? I could see her doing I that. I could see yeah. Tamsin sacrificing herself for Bo. For Bo as well, but but at Kenzie too, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Mama Bear Kenzie. Well, plus there's the... Didn't they leave that hanging? The thread with the Valkyries and Valhalla and Kenzie was... They definitely Kenzie left did. and wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and there was the whole Stacy being, I'll be back. 
So they could bring that back into play. I like Stacey. But they could not. <laughs> Just because she's so annoying. <laughs> You like her because she's so annoying. No, I mean, the character... I just like the Valkyrie Dowd-off. I want it to be finished with, like, wings and everything instead what? of just insults about hair between yeah. Stacy and Tamsin. I want a real Dowd-off when they when they break out the faces and everything. That could be awesome. They did break out the faces. Did they? Yeah. But they were just throwing, like, insults about hair. I want but them to go deeper. they still both had faces. No, yeah, okay, that's fair. why I said I want the wings and everything. I'm doing the wings coming out motion. <laughs> Audio Those only. wings are actually really pretty. I like the effects for their they wings. They are. They're a lot. nice. Yeah. They do that good. was great in season four. When yeah. They, that was awesome. The big surprise. Whoa. So I'm like worried for Tamsin because I feel like she's a little separated from the group now. She mm-hmm. still has kind of a buddy-buddy thing with Dyson, but things are kind of tense with Lauren over Bo. Though I'm hoping maybe she's getting a little warmer toward Lauren and isn't going to hold that against her necessarily. Yeah. I still love that scene, <laughs> that awkward, awkward scene with Lauren and Tamsin. In Big in Japan? Yes, I think it was Where Big Lauren in Japan. Where Lauren pats her on the knee? Yes. I screamed and in horror. I did. Why? Because it was weird. Because Annie thinks everything is romantic. But Lauren because is Because everybody's awkward. like, talk, and I'm like, no. But Lauren's awkward like that. I thought it was I, very I Lauren. Yeah, objectively, but of course I'm, me, emotionally, no. But it's like, Lauren, I'm trying to comfort you, but I, is this how it's done? Is this I think this? it's done this way. Can we Can we do this? Is, is this how we touch? <laughs> but then I, I, I did... <laughs> Ew. But I, <laughs> but I, I did think that was beautiful at the end of that very end of that scene when Tamsin seemed really touched by Lauren's gesture. She did, and then she got all catty toward her. That didn't make any that sense. Didn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Catty in the cat episode. I know. That's why I used that word. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was intentional. <laughs> it was. Sometimes Some, you just. But, say but that's Tamsin's defense mechanism, you know. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But still, why? I don't know. I don't know. But I definitely, I do like Tamsin and Dyson as more than buddies, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. I almost said wolf Sadness. pants, but I'm like, wrong ship. Wrong, uh, wrong What did we name that? Wolfgory. Wolfery. Oh, that's right. People online Valky like to put wolf. the K in there, but I think wolfery is hard to say. I know. It is hard to say. I, I like wolfery. Yeah. No, no, that, that uh, outtake episode we had about ship names way back when, we're all wolfery or something, and you died laughing. <laughs> Here I'll know. <laughs> Wolfery sounds like a place where you hatch wolves. I know, which is why I like it. <laughs> it's it's like where the baby wolves live. I love it. I like Valky Wolf. <laughs> little little now I'm imagining like little wolves with wings. Oh, that's That'd cool. Be adorable. That'd be cool. Adorable. <laughs> anyway, I know we, I'm not going to get it. Th- that's like one of the last shots in in season five. We just see uh, Tamsin and Dyson go into a cave and hear all these growling sounds, and then out <laughs> a few you know months. A few months, three you know. months later, no. Have, yeah. A few months <laughs> later, all these wolves take? with wings <laughs> come flying out they're, of the cave. They're mammals. I think their gestation periods long. I know. Three I'm months. <laughs> I don't know why I said three months. I'm tired. <laughs> I was gonna say like three minutes, but <laughs> they're fey. They have weird gestation periods. You never know. <laughs> Do they? Do they though? <laughs> Do we know this? <laughs> Stephanie just likes to talk about Faye STDs, so I can talk about <laughs> Faye gestation periods. That's fair. That's fair. We can all claim, we can claim our things. That's fair, Annie. So what about Dyson, since we're talking about Dyson? I have no idea where they're going with him, quite honestly. What do you mean? What about with Dyson and Alicia? Well, is that going to be a thing? I think that would be an interesting route to see Dyson with a human, which is where the show seems to be going. Well, and they started to do that before in season three, four, where 
Dyson and Tamsin seem to, you know, they were doing like a light dark thing. Maybe they'll do a human fae thing because Dyson was against both of those things because of fae laws before. But right. But then but his chose... mind has expanded because of Bo. Exactly. How much he's progressed as a character. Or... But I don't know. I don't know. Like, he loves Bo and he's pledged to her, but I don't know if he's actively pursuing Bo since at the end of 508 it seemed that Bo and Lauren indicated they would be together again. And it seemed like, and granted, this this was... Because I'm thinking back to Here Comes the Night because we, we see that clearly... In the Oracle manifestations, Dyson clearly still loves Bo. She's the person who's who's on his mind the most. But when we see Dyson talk, the Dyson Oracle vision talk to to Bo, the way that Bo responds to him is more like this: "I love you" in like a friendship way. Yeah. So I I don't know where they're gonna go in regards to Bo and Dyson's relationship. Is it just Dyson's going to accept the fact that I love her, but she doesn't love me back in that way? I don't know. And there's this door open with Alicia as well. Yeah, I think the show is going in that direction. But yeah, I don't know where it's going to end up. It's not long until we have to find out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Alicia's husband is still kind of sticking around. So I don't know how they're going to include that. Because he's, you know, I I, I know Hera is possessing him right now. But if Bo defeats them, will Hera leave his body? And will he be okay? I don't know. It's kind of complicated. Yeah. Kevin Brown. Yeah. Are you just showing that you know his name? I am. Okay. <laughs> Gold star for Chris. Thank you. But I, I yeah, I, I feel like for Dyson there from the beginning there wasn't a huge clear path that I saw his story arc going toward the end of the series. So I'm I'm honestly I have no idea what's happening with him. Oh, and then there's Mark. <laughs> do we have to talk about Mark? We do not have to talk about Mark. Moving on. Moving on. Does anybody does anybody want to talk about Mark? <laughs> No? Okay. I just wanted to check. I don't want to cut anybody off here. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there are, again, storylines that I want wrapped up, and that's Mark and the Ancients. And by wrapped up, you mean in a coffin. <laughs> you said it, I did it, but I'm like, okay. But I'm kidding. He doesn't have to die. He can just go away. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Uh, and then Mark goes off to college. Yeah, exactly. There we go. There we go. He goes off to Faye College, learns how to shift. There you go. Right home on occasion, son. <laughs> See, this is when I get to talk to you guys all year long, so I have to get all of it out, right? That's great. Oh, my God. You know what? I miss season one so much because I feel like one of the things that with Lost Girl, I feel like the writers have gone in a lot of different directions in the different seasons. And like you were saying with Dyson, who I really like his character, but I feel like they've done so many weird things with it. You know what I mean? And I wish it would, you know, at the second half, what I'm wishing for is to get back just to the relationships. I wish Kinsey and Bo could just go back to being detectives and figuring things out because I really like the tone of season one and, mm-hmm. you know, and learning about the Fae, but, you know, and seeing the different ones, but not, you know, but like you're saying, I like it the, the way it was. And I feel like now they've kind of keep going in these directions that doesn't, that don't make a lot of sense to me. It's like, I wouldn't get back to the characters and those pieces of it. So I really miss, you know, sort of what was season one, but I wanted to thank you guys for the podcast because you guys have, have what's helped me because I love the characters, but not the stories in the last couple of seasons. And your guys' podcast is what's helped me sort of stay, you know, or guide me through all this craziness. Well, thank you. That's very sweet of you. So nice. Yeah. We we don't know what we're saying about all the storylines. I don't anyway. But yeah, I'm the one that always has to, I'm the one that always has to ask them, so what happened? I don't get it. And 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's the one thing I want the most for the last half of season five is character-based stuff for the characters that we really love and not too many extraneous stories. Because And um, extraneous characters. We've yeah, got a yeah. bunch of like major recurring characters in season five. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, again, it's not that I don't appreciate what Lost Girl is doing and what the writing is doing, you know, and how hard the cast and crew works on the show, but it's like, that's what I really want. You know, I know we can't do anything about it because the show's you know, shot and done, but, you know, I just really want some good, solid character moments about our core cast, because that's what brings me to the show personally, and what keeps me in love with the show. Yeah, the decision to do this ancient storyline during the final season seems weird to me. I thought they would deal with Bo's father way before now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm kind of curious, getting back to talking about how our characters might how their story arcs smart. And I'm super curious about Trick. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen him more in this mm-hmm. season. Oh, I was going to say, too, we were talking about Tamsin and how Tamsin seems like the most likely candidate to die. I kind of think Trick's Trick could be on the list, there too. too. Yeah. I'm sorry to everybody. I'm sorry, but I feel <laughs> like... I mean, they've set it up enough, with, especially with the backstory with Tamsin, where, you know, Tam, or uh, Trick did some nasty things right and we saw that sort of that side of him resurface last season and i feel like they were setting something up where maybe trick would have to atone Mm -hmm. well and since we have bo's father coming back we have this divide now between because we even saw it in Here Comes the Night, right? When he comes to find her at the house. It's this divide between family she at least thinks she can trust, which is Trick, even though he's shady as hell. hell. And then family she feels like she can't trust, her father. And will her father showing up, Will how will that trouble that relationship between Bo and Trick? Will he cause her to doubt him? I really hope we get to see Aoife back since Me too. we're since we're we had that scene in, in in memoriam where she and Trick face off and there wasn't a real conclusion to that. So I could see where Trick could have some really interesting stuff mm-hmm. in these final eight episodes. I'm hoping. There was a whole thing. She pulled out a knife. He had a cut on his arm. What happened? Yes, and 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 because doesn't he doesn't he say to Dyson like I spilled Efa's blood or he says it a weird way, but essentially yeah. they fought and he at least wounded her. Is she still alive? <laughs> she's probably still probably. alive. Oh, Efa sure doesn't seem to die. She's a survivor. Yeah, she's a, she's a survivor. And we also got the I like to call her the the Isabelical in in uh in <laughs> here comes the night. <laughs> so many portmanteaus with you. I know. Well, there was that one actually because there was a fifty cent word to me. There was Lorical. Oh, Lorical is so <laughs> sexy. I even taste like me. Taster boat, taster. Do it again. Stop making it weird, Eddie. Oh, jeez. But there was that. Wasn't that there? Wasn't there a comment from Isabeau when she showed up at the Oracle Vision? Like, I will see you soon, or something yeah. foreboding mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. Granted, that could be BS because it was an oracle, and how how much can we really trust what they were saying? But but wasn't there some line about how they'll speak, speak truth the truth to reveal? Yeah. Truth? yeah, exactly, exactly. So I feel like there could be some interesting stuff for Trick coming down the pike. So there's, a, there's a lot more Bo Lauren tasting in the future. <laughs> that is not what I said at all. But okay, okay, that's what <laughs> I'm talking heard. about. Trick, Annie, <laughs> talking about Trick. So be worried, everybody, is basically what <laughs> Stephanie is saying. Yeah. Yes, because Trick, shady as hell. 
Have we covered all of the main characters? I guess there's... I so. oh. Kevin has a question. Yes, Kevin. You want to come Kevin? up to the mic? My apologies if you covered it earlier before I came in, but with the, all of discussion naturally about season five and the end and all of this, I'd be curious now that we're this close to the end to hear maybe a little bit of your thoughts going back to when you first saw the show, when you first fell in love with it. And it has the way you felt about it since then changed a lot or just I'd be curious to hear that. Hmm. Any? I don't know. I mean, I, the first, I started watching the show at the beginning of season three was when I started watching it. I had a friend who'd been egging me on for about a year and, uh, I watched seasons one and two in about a week and a half in a binge sick. So I was like delirious, but I was like, <laughs> The sex is great. No, but the, all the sex. But that's Maybe how I got, being sick made it all the better. Yes. Well, that's how I got introduced to it was people saying to my friend saying to me about the Doctopus relationship. And that's what I latched on to. But I don't know. I've just, I, I, I really, really love these characters. And that's what stays with me through the show. I don't know if it's changed. I think, again, some of the storylines I want wrapped up, but, um, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. It's my love for the characters. And, you know, it, it extends also to this wonderful cast and crew who make this show, who make the time to come to these conventions. Um, and to the, mostly to, I'm going to get sappy, to the, to the family I make of the fans. And, you know, that's, that's why I'm, I'm here because we all said, you want to do a podcast? Okay. And, you know, so my feelings about the show are very strong. And um, they don't change; they just get more intense. Because I'm a, I'm a feels person. It's all really? worn. It's it's literally worn right here. You know my Docubus tattoo. So, yeah, I I started watching in 2012 when they started airing on Sci-Fi Channel because I'd heard about the show on the internet. People were excited about it, and you know it sounded kind of fun. So I started watching it, and and uh, was immediately drawn in with this Bo and Kenzie relationship, and you know, how strong that friendship was and how fun it was. And I don't know that my relationship to the show has necessarily changed that much because that's still the stuff I love most about it. Mm -hmm. um, there's maybe a little bit less of some of that these days, but yeah. L less I, of, less of what? Of the stuff you love about it? Well, the, the, the fun elements, mm. it's gotten very serious. Yeah. Yeah. Kenzie's not on the show right now. Right. Yeah. You know, so some of that stuff is, but there's, the characters are still there. And the characters right. are, like Annie said, the, that's the main part. I'm so attached to all the characters and all the actors. And I don't remember what point I started looking up, you know, the fan panels or interviews and stuff like that. And just immediately fell in love with the cast as people too. And, you know, we've been going to conventions now for a while. And yeah, it's just, it's been quite an experience yeah i think i actually found out about the show and the first thing i watched was actually the fan panel that they did at fan expo not the first time where it was just chris because they didn't do a panel when it was just chris and anna so it was this right after the first season aired i think i actually watched the fan panel first and i was just so taken with those actors i was like okay and i read the description of the show I was like oh this sounds like a buffy descended this sounds perfect for me these people seem amazing and so I still have a tremendous amount of affection for the show. So like y'all, it's like, I don't know that I like the writing choices that have been made necessarily the past few seasons. You know, I, I miss that. Like, like you were saying, Ronnie, I miss the more serialized 
fay of the week type of storytelling. I feel like they really excelled at that. But as far as my affection for the show, it's still way up there just because I love these characters and I'm invested in where they end up. Mm-hmm. I have been made so many friends because of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. And my apologies to anybody who comes up to me this weekend. Same person came up to me twice yesterday. Do you remember me from earlier in the day? And it was the end of the day. I was so tired. I've been in my bow cosplay. I'm all, I saw you. I'm sorry. I don't remember your name. I still don't remember anybody's names. But thank you to anybody who listens to this podcast, who makes the time, you know, to people who are here, um, to the friends who wanted to be here, but who are at the um, photo ops right now. We love you anyway. Yes, we love you anyway. <laughs> and he's not sure who you are, but she likes you anyway. Yeah, yes. I don't know who you all are, but I like you. But um, to people who encourage me to be in cosplay or anybody, you know, people who are on Twitter who are not here, friends of mine who are not here, we like you all. We love you all. And he's gotten so sappy. I know. I I am a sappy person. You guys I'm holding in my disgusted noises, but I know. know. (laughs) Of course she is. Of course she is. I'm kidding. See, I thought I'd sit between you two to separate you. (laughs) (laughs) What do I want to do now? I do have... Does anybody have any questions yeah. about anything? Because we could... Preferably uh, Lasko related, but whatever. Because we could also talk about... We didn't talk about Vex or the Morrigan and where they might end up in the final eight. So we could talk about that. But if y'all have any comments or questions you'd like to throw at us, we'd love to hear them. Dead silence. Okay. <laughs> Crickets chirping. We're that good. <laughs> yes, <Come> Kevin. <laughs> I'd be curious since you've become obviously such great friends doing podcasts together. I hate these two. <laughs> when you do she record does. an episode, uh, does a lot end up on the cutting room floor? How much? Depending on how much I talk, yes. <laughs> Annie, that's off topic. Annie, that's off. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> Putting in a note, future me hates Annie because she does not do the editing. <laughs> well, <laughs> when we do a live stream, generally a lot gets cut. But a lot of that is people sending us Twitter questions to which we're happy to respond to. But sometimes listening back, it's like, eh, that's not, you know, it kind of is a weird spot in the episode. And so that'll that'll get cut out. As far as us recording by ourselves, (laughs) not a ton. Sometimes it will be Annie will get on a rant. I shouldn't have said Annie, but it's usually Annie. <laughs> I was going to say. It is me. <laughs> Annie will get on a rant. the term docubuster. And, she, she owns it. It's fine. And, uh, and I will trim it some. But usually I save it and I send it to them. And I'm like, here, this is funny, but I'm not putting it in the episode. <laughs> and then later oh, it ends out as an out- outtake when I'm like, okay, fine, go ahead. Remember one of the first episodes I was on? I rambled for like seven minutes because I was so nervous. And you cut it down to like three and a half. I did. <laughs> that took me a while. It sounded good though, didn't Thank it? Thank you. It did. Yeah. I was like, wow, you couldn't even tell that there was a bunch of stuff you had to cut. <laughs> I know. I, I really do have to thank these two for editing because I do not have the technical know-how. I have the easy part. I show up. And he talks. And I talk. Yeah. And they prompt me to, and sometimes I prompt me to, but I, I really want to thank them because they put so much work into this and I always feel like the fifth wheel. So, uh, but thank you guys. Whenever somebody comes up to me and talks about the podcast, they usually say, we love Annie. Me too. Don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. How do you know what they say? And we say, we know. We're just here to, <laughs> <I know. laughs> to fill out the table. <laughs> okay. Yes. Did that answer your question, Kevin? Kind of? Okay. So obviously, Chris, you and I have known each other for a million years. 
And it's like 19. You're, wait, you're yeah. Faye? You're that old? <laughs> But I just want to say that I'm so glad that you have this outlet to show so many more people how amazing I know you are. And it's been beautiful watching you blossom in this environment. Jessica's going to make me cry. <laughs> Jessica's going to make me cry. I, I think it's amazing. And I'm so glad you're doing it. And in the process of me listening to it, I have I feel like I've gotten to know you, Stephanie and Annie. And I think it's awesome. And you guys sound great. And you have the best chemistry. And I'm so glad that you guys are doing this stuff. Jessica. Aww, Jessica. I love you, Jessica. I love you. I have to give a shout out to my family because they're like, give us a shout out. We're, we'll be listening. And I'm like, it's like 6 a.m., 5 a.m. They're in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. They got so, yeah. up for this? And I'm like, if no, you, you did, won't Annie's be. family, thank and you. And I'm like, thanks, Annie's family. Mom, I don't want you to listen to the podcast because all I say is document sex. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Awkward. My family members keep asking me, what's the name of your podcast? Like, I know. um,. I'll write it down for you eventually. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> they did listen to our Dragon Con episode. My fa- we were like, relatively clean in that one. Yeah, though, which is so. good. Yeah. Well, Kevin, Kevin was, was there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin sometimes keeps us in line. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> so, shall we wrap up, or do we want to talk about Vex and the Morgan first? No, we right. can. Are we doing on time? How are we doing on time? We got five, five minutes. minutes. We got five minutes. Okay. Silence. We'll uh, we'll have five minutes of silence. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anybody else? Anybody else? You don't have to be sappy. It's fine. <laughs> okay. We do. We oh, good shows. point. Good and point. And Stephanie's like, wait, what? 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 I, <laughs> I forgot one yesterday when I was introducing myself at a panel. I was like, I'm on three podcasts. It's and it four. would have been a great one to bring up. In that. It would have been a great one to mention. So disappointed. I know. So we have a little family of podcasts, four of them that are currently being produced. Yeah. Yeah. Four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have this one. We have Drinks of the Doll, which is about Lost Girl. We have Tatiana's Everyone, which is about Orphan Black, which Chris and I do together. Annie does not do it because... Annie gets confused. I well, get confused. Who's, I tried... Who's, I tried uh, no, no. I didn't I ask who Sarah was. I asked who Beth was. Yeah, you did. Yeah. She's but like, I know who, who she is Beth? now. <laughs> Good. I've only watched all the seasons once, not 50 times it's like fine. these guys. It's and fine. it was a binge. But it is an awesome show. It is a good show. It is. And then we do The Quad, which is about Killjoys, which you, if you haven't watched Killjoys, watch, Please give, watch if, Killjoys. If you like Lost Girl, give Killjoys a try. It's got a lot of what Lost Girl had in its first couple of seasons because it's run by the same person. Michelle Loretta, mm-hmm. who created Lost Girl, also couple, created Killjoys. A couple of the same writers, too. Mm-hmm. And, and the production team from Orphan Black, so... Perfect, perfect marriage. And then we just wrapped up the first season of a Dark Matter podcast called Because We're Dangerous. And we've just wrapped it up because we're dangerous. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to do a Hoye report? (laughs) (laughs) More Android. (laughs) I want my own Android. We know, Annie. I know. They were making fun of me because, like, the first time we recorded the Because We're Dangerous thing, I, I did the ending. And they're like, Stephanie, you don't sound dangerous at all. Because we're dangerous. <laughs> that is how you said it. That's how you said it the first take. Well. Thanks for joining. Because we're dangerous. I have the highest voice of the three of us. I should not be the one saying that. It's like a cartoon character. <laughs> and I have the butch like olive dangerous. oil. I was going for a thing. It was trying. I was trying to be cheeky. It, I failed. I, no, you were. It, just, it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious well that's the whole point we're not actually dangerous chris should i not say that on mic 
were really dangerous. <laughs> really dangerous. I can't tell if you're making it better or worse at this point. I don't, I don't know. It worse. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. So that's us. You can find all of our shows over at askgenretv.com. There's also a Bomb Girls podcast that we did for a little bit. It was a limited to run pop podcast, so we're not producing new episodes for that. But you can go listen to us talk about the characters if you're a Bomb Girls fan. Seven episodes. Yep. So thank you all for coming and being here. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Um, I guess I should kind of conclude, huh? Yeah. Okay. It would be good. Yeah. It'd be good. How should I do this? How should I do this? Do you remember how to do it anymore? No. no. I, 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 okay. No. <laughs> okay. We would love to hear your feedback about this episode. I got it. <laughs> you can go and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode over at drinksofthedoll.com slash I don't know the episode number yet, but I'll put it in here. <laughs> Hi there. It's Chris in the editing room jumping in to say that you can leave your feedback at drinksofthedoll.com slash 113. That's 113. You can send us an email to feedback at drinksofthedoll.com. You can also send us a voice message using your smartphone. That's not right. You can also <laughs> send us a voice message. No, you can also record a voice. Me- there we go. You can also record a voice memo using your smartphone and email it to us. Nailed it. <laughs> First time. Woo-hoo. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks to the Doll, especially the people who are here in person. And if you're watching Yay. live, thank you also for being here. My name is Stephanie. Document sucks forever in season 5B. <laughs> Way to end the show. I'm Annie. <laughs> I don't think Annie remembered what season it was. Go ahead, Chris. And, and, and I'm still crying. And my name is Chris. Thank you for listening. Cheers. That was terrifying.